Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, then. Well, he'll be back in 30. Let me in. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He is a scientist. Indeed, it's DPP. Clean shaven and ready for the weekend, brother. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at him go. Look at at him go. Feels like I'm going out somewhere, but I ain't going anywhere. You ain't going nowhere. You look like 100 bucks. And the third member of this podcast He's funky phenomenally and fresh and Lee and also AJ Lee. Nope, he's AJ Belaz. I was about to say, I better not be AJ Lee. <clears throat> not that there would actually be anything wrong with that, but Very not dumb. AJ Lee. Trivia trickster. Not as clean shaven as Dan is, but still clean shaven enough. What 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 part of the English language is the LY additive? Is that make a word something like a isn't adverb the, or something I think it's like an that. adverb. There you go. Okay. I just kept adding the LY to everything. So that's why it ended up AJ Lee. But I have uh, actually Lee. reached out on on social media officially. 
I said, Ooh. Phil, anytime you're up in the Milwaukee area, dinner's on me. Bring AJ with, you know, no problem. Take you over to Eddie Martini's, you know, have some nice seafood, some nice steaks. I'm, I'm there. Well, he's not going to drink the martinis. Why? It's the name of a restaurant, and I didn't oh. offer him. I offered him a, a great selection of seafood and, and steaks. Actually, I've had bison there. It's pretty good. Bison? I, that sounds pretty good, actually. What's the most exotic thing you've ever eaten? I've had bison. I've had snake. I've had alligator. I've had ostrich burger was really good. What have, what have you guys all had? Alligator would be me. I've had alligator bites. Tried those. That's about as far as I've gone, I think. It basically tasted like beef jerky. It, yeah. <laughs> it was like a beef jerky chicken nugget. <laughs> beef jerky chicken nugget. Man, I now I need to try alligator because the craziest thing that I've probably ever eaten was like rabbit stew, and that's about it. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. Get out there in the world, folks. If you go to a new restaurant, try something different. Yeah. You might not like it, but, you know, what the hell? What the hell? Go for it. Uh, you don't know it, unless you try. You can't live on it's... peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes, you can. Never mind. Again, you don't want to, though. You just don't want to. Get the fruit. Right. Get the protein. Come on. You get you're, the bread. You're listening to the DWI podcast right here, Chairshot Radio Network, where we encourage you to always use your head. Head over to thechairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. We got you covered over there. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Plenty of great t-shirts. Pick one up. Bandwagon nerds, the winner is you. Jesus did the job. Hashtag journalism. We're hashtag journalists sometimes, but in a fun way. <laughs> oh, there's a t-shirt right there. Beautiful. Wave, w- waving the old green one. Very beautiful. All right, DP. Let's let everybody know what's happening on the 280th edition of the podcast known as D-W-I. Well, well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Sheet. You guys both sound like you had botched vocal cord transplants. <laughs> yeah, just a little... <laughs> just wait till 300, brother. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, Get a three-minute oh, sheet. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to turn my fucking earphones off. Three-minute oh, my... sheet or three-minute... Oh. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, my earballs. <laughs> oh, where is it? Where is it? My earballs. Earballs. Mm-hmm. All right, this week, entering into your earballs will be conversation. A little look back at Hell in the Cell. A few thoughts from there. We have some big stars returning on both the men's and women's side. We'll get a little conversation on that. I think we can add Sasha to that list as well, since she's been out for a while, wondering when she'll be back. But Sasha, Becky, John Cena, and Edge, we're going to talk about those big four. We do have trivia. The trivia trickster is ready to go. And a last call, we'll give our thoughts on who's already been entered in and who we'd like to see in the upcoming Money in the Bank matches. DPP, do me a favor and ring the bell. Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Have that. Yeah, so, did, boy. There we go. AJ, you covered Hell in a Cell, correct? I did. Yes, I did. Why, why don't you go ahead and give us your overall thoughts on the WWE pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. 
Well, my overall thoughts were it wasn't too bad. I mean, the I don't like the involvement of MVP for the main event to get with Bobby Lashley because the whole point of the Hell in a Cell was supposed to be keeping everyone out. The women's Hell in a Cell was great. I also loved a lot of the callbacks with Bailey, where she already had the kendo sticks pre-taped and everything. If you go back to last Hell in a Cell with her versus Sasha, she was trying to tape it up. She even asked the referee she, to help her. Yeah, hold this. Here, hold this. What? What? The, what? Like, it's like, oh, no. Boy, that worked uh, out one year later, huh? How awesome was that? Exactly. She, she pre-planned. There you go. Rollins and Cesaro, what did you expect from two guys from ROH? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, what did you expect from two guys from ROH? But the main takeaways that made me really not like this pay-per-view were the two other women's matches. With uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, where Charlotte... I mean, we've all said it before. Rhea on the main roster isn't really doing it for anybody here. Show of hands of who actually is excited to see Rhea on Raw television. Uh, AJ sees sees as many hands raised as you do listening on Chairshot Radio Network. Exactly. I don't know why. It just feels like something's lost with Rhea. Like, there's something that doesn't connect anymore that she had in NXT. I think, you know, as much as we would sit here and say Karrion Cross feels like a main roster guy, maybe uh, (laughs) Rhea Ripley is more of an NXT girl, right? Or lady. I don't know. Whatever, however you want to differentiate it. But doesn't it feel like she fit better in NXT and NXT UK? No, she did. I'm not denying that. I didn't. We, we can get back to that carrying cross thing because he had his WWE main event entrance come out. And, uh, we'll talk about that later, mayhaps. But Rhea seems like she did good with the NXT brand and everything. But for whatever reason, just something's lost here. Maybe they need to go back to what they did in NXT. Maybe not, but Rhea doesn't seem like Rhea, if you know what I mean. I feel like it's her old character and the evolution that she had done through NXT is basically like starting over. And it just, I think just the Charlotte Ripley feud just isn't clicking. Like maybe if there was something else going on, or they could put it put a different storyline going forward, that it may be better. Because at this point, they're both heels, and who do you who am I rooting for? I don't I don't know who I'm rooting for. You know, and and that's part of the problem I think is I don't. Rhea's put in a place where she is not supposed to be rooted for, and Charlotte's playing hundred percent a heel, and then you know. I just have no interest in seeing that. And then they have this, you know, shit DQ finish in that match where like, okay, we've seen guys get put through table, that table and hit with that table, you know, 99 times out of a hundred and how many matches and it's no DQ. And now all of a sudden you're going to throw a DQ cause you did that. Okay, great. You could use the, the table or something. It was the table cover, Dan. Yeah. Oh. Come on, Dan. It was the cover. Things made we of. We saw Walter break that. Things made of like lead, and brawn. I know, I mean, right? Not brawn. You Stroman, got the steel steps and now the and the lead uh, table covering. It's, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that was unnecessary. They could have come up with something a little bit better, I thought. But I just think it's just because the whole this whole feud isn't clicking. I think if Ripley was put somewhere in a different position, um, it positioned better that it would work. Um, they just. They don't have that right now, and they don't have the talent. And you know, maybe if 
you know, we'll talk about later about Becky Lynch or Sasha or somebody, but if, if Lynch comes back or something and, you know, can make bras women's division feel more credible, I guess, because there's other than Charlotte and Ripley, then they have Asuka. They aren't doing anything with anybody else, really. Everybody else is in these secondary nothing feuds and we don't care. Hey guys, it's uh, it's the summer. We talk about this every year. No, no one's getting A plus storylines right now. Are there even storylines right now? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting into the month of time right before SummerSlam because then we might actually see some semblance of things changing. Right? It's like if you've ever watched a soap opera, you know that nothing happens until Friday. And the only thing that happens on Friday is you get another question that you get answered the next week, which doesn't get answered until the last Friday, which creates a whole new question for the next month. Right. So, yeah, I agree on Rhea Ripley. I've been saying it the whole time. Something just doesn't feel right there. But she's trying too hard. I don't know. Maybe fans coming back will really change that dynamic. Right. You you don't know. And, and that's really the only solace we have as far as. You know, we sat here and, and talked about what the hell are we going to talk about today? And I did the same thing on Wednesday when I sat down with Andrew and, and Aesop Mitchell. And thanks again to Aesop Mitchell for coming on. Shout out to him and his uh, new podcast, sports podcast, Down the Wire, every Tuesday night, Chair Shot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms. So him and his brother are doing a great job. He's looking to get back and hitting some more dates. So make sure you check him out all over social media. But there just ain't much going on, ain't much to talk about. But the return of fans, I think, is really something, especially if you're a WWE main main roster fan. If that's your key thing that you pay attention to, that's the key thing that this show has started on covering and talking about. Um, yeah, LNSL was not, not much for me. I don't know. It's a lot of storylines that I'm over. I know we're getting Charlotte and Rhea again, like you said. Before we move away, any, any last thoughts from Hell in a Cell? I got one. Oh, I, I, something tells me Dan and I are going to have the same opinion on this. Go, go ahead, Dan. Ooh. No, I was just I was very excited that uh, Mark Henry and Mae Young's kid got a job. The hand <laughs> that appeared. That was, that was my takeaway. That was fantastic. For for those that don't know, during uh, the McIntyre-Lashley match, there was a hand that came out from under the ring when McIntyre went through the table, because I think it was for a a crash pad, because McIntyre's too tall or something like that. I don't fucking know. You know, it's just another case of nepotism. Second generation wrestling. Yeah, I know, right? Come on. Come on. That (laughs) hand doesn't even have a leg to stand on, as far as I'm concerned. Hey. Thank you, thank you very much. I'll be here all week, Trey the Veal. Uh, but at least it wasn't as bad as Alexa Bliss versus Baszler. What? That's all I gotta say. <laughs> hey, I was I was surprised. PC, you got you got a little bit of wrestling out of that one, which I was excited about. Sure. I was, I was surprised well, that they didn't do some kind of cinematic stuff because this was their last chance. But that was really cool, at least to see them actually do some wrestling. Yeah, I mean, as far as in the ring goes, I thought that that was entertaining across the board as an overall pay-per-view. Yeah, but, no, no, that made sense. But, but, but then but then Alexa Bliss 
like using some Jedi mind tricks over there. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you do that. Yeah. Can I told you that about a. You did. Years. You did. So I, I said, hey, oh, apparently Alexa Bliss's new power is mind control, and and I, it, I put it out there for you to read every day on social media at PC Tunny. You can follow me on the Twitter. Like, uh, if you want to know things, all you gotta do is turn them notifications on. Turn them noties on, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, meow. What am I? Right, meow. Jumping all nimbly from tree to tree. Huh? Turn on them notifications. Anyway, yeah. So that's hell in a cell. That's all I got. That was only that was only nine. You got to use one more meow. You got to do it ten times. (laughs) Oh, now I got to now I got to play something else now. Where the hell is it? Oh, we got to find it. Just gonna have to wait. There it is. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. <clears throat> hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No! Oh. You're about shenanigans, right? Put those away! Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Welcome back, episode 280. 280. That's not a, that's, that'd be a lot of, dar- you need five darts. You'd need five darts, right? That'd be three triple 20s and two bullseyes. One, well, that's 200. You need five. Pinta darts. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Don't get so excited. Here we are. We're back. Chair Shot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Our next subject matter we mentioned right there on the big show sheet. John Cena confirming it's not a matter of if, but when. How would you like to see John Cena used and when and where would you like to see him be used? DP, it looks like the cheese wheel is a cranking 
Why don't you lay it on us? I got cheese. The one between your between the your whole ears. Wheel of cheese. That's impressive. Not even I, mad. <laughs> I'm mad. Uh, well, boy, really, it seems to be pointing to. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know I don't speak Spanish. Everything seems to be pointing to him wrestling Roman Reigns, um, and it totally makes sense. I could see it happening at SummerSlam. I know you know PC has been talking about it too. That's been the big call recently. I don't see them doing anything else with him at this point because I don't know. You don't throw him at Bobby Lashley, and if you're not going to put him in for a title match, I don't see what else you do with him. Honestly, you know because. You really want to get, you know, another guy over. There's only that's the only re- real reason to use John Cena at this point is to, you know, just accelerate the more overness that somebody may have, especially Roman Reigns. I mean, the just the run that he's on and everything that they're doing with him, it makes a lot of sense to have Reigns beat John Cena and just cement himself as the new guy in WWE. You know, as Cena moves on, like it's just. To me, that seems like the way to go and the only way to go. Yeah, I... Excuse me. I wholeheartedly agree with the whole thing of Cena will probably face Roman at SummerSlam. Given whatever Fast 9 and all that it has for scheduling and whatnot, I'm pretty sure all the filming is done, however, but I'm pretty sure Cena's going to come back for SummerSlam, face the Tribal Chief, and instead of being just the tribal chief of his little area, he's got to be the tribal chief of all of WWE because Cena's the old guard. Cena's the guy who, you know, was still the measuring stick. So Roman will quite literally take that throne and make Cena acknowledge him as the tribal chief of all of WWE. What about Drew McIntyre? What about him? Can't he's a you talk about getting someone even more over than they're already over. That could be someone who can beat it, especially he's going to be at SummerSlam without a championship match, it looks like. I think if you put the... Okay, I think the money, because we all know that WWE likes to go off of money, I think Roman Reigns versus Cena would draw more money than Cena versus Drew McIntyre. Because I'm pretty sure people are just sick of seeing Drew McIntyre for the past four months in the WWE title picture. So what are you doing with Edge? If you really want, you can put him against McIntyre. You can put him against a lot of different people. You can draft him to Raw and put him as the person who takes the title off of Bobby Lashley. We could have AJ Styles versus Edge because I know he's wanted that match. AJ Styles versus Edge in, in some title matches could be uh, pretty awesome. I would love to see him on Raw for a bit. He's got his SmackDown run. He had that. Now move him over to Raw. Get him against Lashley. Get him against AJ Styles. He can even go against Drew McIntyre. I like I like I like the idea of Drew McIntyre turning heel. You know. With uh, him not being able to get the title match, he gets frustrated, and you know it could be a heel now that the fans are coming back. But I, I think you could see a lot of guys who could possibly be better off one way or the other, flip flop, considering fans coming back and waiting to see what's going to happen there. 
I think WWE would be smart to not have anything locked in their minds completely at this point, right? Like, shit could completely change, like, very rapidly with the, with the you know, reintroduction of fans back to live television. I think that's going to be insane. Just like we mentioned last week, DP, when we when we finished off the episode of talking up after SmackDown, that if there's tickets sold for the pay-per-view, you're not pulling Roman Reigns' match from that pay-per-view if there's people in attendance, right? And at the very least, if you do, Roman comes out and gets that heat from those fans that night by coming out and saying, you weren't worth it to me, you know, to be here this Sunday. You know, I, it, SmackDown's all that matters or something like that. But I don't know. I think the fans are going to have a lot to do with what they do with these matches. I hope they're not guaranteed yet. Anything? What about Cena versus Edge one last time? We talked about that a while ago, right? Cena coming back, having a, uh, a feud with Edge again. That was one of the best feuds ever. Uh, would be a great way to close out, you know, if Cena's kind of done, that would be a good way to close out his career and Edge getting, obviously, close enough. <laughs> um, it would be cool. I, you know, I definitely wouldn't argue seeing that. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Cena in a title match because he has the opportunity to win a 17th and break the record break the tie between him and flair and that's obviously a good story no matter what so people are going to want to see that but and you talk about but then you talk about someone taking the belt off of lashley and being edge why not cena do it and then give it right back i mean that kind of enhances bobby lashley right Mm -hmm. yeah you can definitely get that on lashley as too it definitely helps cena in any match there is going to help these guys get over even more I mean, even if yeah, Lashley beats and... Cena, not just yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, he, he Cena wins because MVP messes up and hits Lashley with the cane or something, and then they have a they have some kind of stipulation match where Lashley gets the belt back and wins it, and then that's that's the end of it. Yeah, no, that, that's reasonable enough. I'd like the Edge versus Cena idea, where if people are really complaining that Raw's ratings are dropping and fans are going to be in attendance. That's a good way to bring everything back. Make sure people watch. Put the freaking Edge versus Cena feud back. Make sure... Uh, granted, we're not going to have the spinner belts around to, to make people want to watch it even more or mm. less, depending if you didn't like it or not. But, hey, I, I'm all for Cena versus Edge for maybe like a raw spot because they're, they're technically free agents... Where, you know, they can go anywhere, they can go on Raw, they can go on SmackDown. If they really wanted to feel like it, they can go on NXT, but people probably won't. I like Edge versus Styles. I like, I wouldn't say Cena versus Styles, but that might come back to last call for my thinking for some of these things. So you're going to have to get back to me, especially with our last call. Hmm. It's called a teaser. All right, well, there you go. Let's move over to the other side of the roster and talk about the women. And now that I think about it, there's three huge names that very well, although I don't know, I think Ronda Rousey just had a kid, didn't she? She did. Yeah. Or is pregnant. I don't know if she had the kid, but she's pregnant. All right, well, somebody look that up, but while I introduce this next part. So down down the line, Ronda Rousey, but immediately Sasha Banks has been nowhere to be found on WWE television, which, hey, 
you know, honestly, I wish they'd go back to where you didn't have so much attention to the top people in on each of the divisions. You know, consistently being on TV, it's not necessary for their character. It's only necessary for WWE right now in, in, a, in a, you know, essence of like a Roman Reigns or something like that. But Becky Lynch, she's been in and around already at the at the PC. We know she looks ready to go. Sasha Banks, Ronda Rousey down the line. What do you guys see? Let's start with Becky Lynch because that seems more of an immediate imminent return. I've said already, let's make it a mystery entrant into Money in the Bank. I said this probably a couple months ago. Becky Lynch wins Money in the Bank. And then you don't you can have the whole thing leading up to SummerSlam almost or the week before SummerSlam. She can be on both shows. I'm not sure yet what what brand I'm on. I I know I was on this brand, but I have this Money in the Bank briefcase. So you know maybe I'll choose someone, maybe I won't. Becky Lynch thoughts, gentlemen. AJ, we'll start with you. I I absolutely love that idea due to the fact of some some nice little storyline telling. I always like a good story where Becky kind of put her career on hiatus because of the kid the night after Money in the Bank last year with Asuka. So it would kind of be nice. It would a little be apropos that, you know, Becky comes back for the women's money in the bank and might win it, might not. Who knows? It, it depends on what creative wants to think. But I would think it would be nice to actually have Becky come back after a year and just be like, what a man never left at all. No, no, none at all. I think it's very fitting. Like you said, AJ, you know, it. that's when she was gone. She handed it to Asuka. It would you know, and bringing things full circle like Bailey did in the Hell in a Cell match with her kendo sticks. You know, what if Asuka wins this thing and Becky Lynch comes, she hands the belt, she hands the money in the bank to Asuka and says, here, this, this should be yours from last year. Thanks. Or something like that. Or you mean, you mean Asuka, Asuka wins, wins money in the bank and then gives it to Becky Lynch on Raw the next Yeah, night and then and on says, Raw, Raw, Asuka comes out, says some shit, and then introduces Becky Lynch coming back. And says, "Here you go." Hands her the hands her the briefcase. Says, "This is yours." Yeah. What if instead of handing it to her, to her, she smacks her upside the head with it and says, "If you want this, you can wrestle me for it." And Oscar turns heel. Boom! About to blow, motherfuckers. Oh! Na 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 na, and the rest of that shit. Booking uh, by Tony. Me. Love it. Booking by Tony <laughs> once again. Oh man, this shit writes itself. What can you do? What can you do? You're welcome, Vince. You fucking asshole getting all this good shit for free. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, otherwise, I, I like the idea of Lynch coming in and winning as, as a uh, surprise entrant or something uh, because, honestly, I don't see anybody else. And, oh, I looked that up. Ronda Rousey got pregnant in January, so uh, it won't be. T- be if she September. does come back next year, it will be the year after if that's going to happen. Yes. Um, yeah, September is the due date. So I, I like the idea of Lynch winning it because I just don't see anybody else on the roster who would take it. I mean, maybe Alexa Bliss could win that. I don't know if she's in it. Did she win that match? Yeah, she's in there. Yes. Like, I could see Alexa the Bliss. Four, the four women entrants are Oscar, ah, Naomi. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let's kind of get back to what we're talking about. Let's go over to 
Let's move over to the Sasha side. We're not going to have a last call otherwise, dipshit. <laughs> that, that was, oh, let me translate for everybody out there in Chairshot Radio Network World. You're right, PC. I'm sorry. So go ahead, DP. Why don't you wrap up your thought? Duff. No, okay, that's it. And that gives the opportunity for, for when Lynch comes back, you know, to be on both shows, like you said, and it kind of can boost some ratings on both shows for a while or something until she finally cashes in and stays on one show. So I like that. Sasha Banks, AJ, outside of speculating on her returning at Money in the Bank, any other things you would like to see from her returning to the division? Sasha Banks returning to the division? Put her to Raw. Like, Raw doesn't... Raw has a couple of things that are lacking, so... Charlotte misses Sasha. Yes. Charlotte and Sasha had the best matches in that, like, saga that they had. Even telling the story that, oh, yeah, Sasha can win it at the pay-per-views. She can't win it on Raw. Charlotte's always better on the pay-per-views. For whatever ungodly reason, she loses them, though. So that would be nice to see. That way we can also split off of Bailey and Sasha, too. So If they're going to bring back Sasha Banks, bring her back with some red hair dye or some magenta hair dye. She's all Raw now. And... uh represents the red brand and maybe get some of those ratings up because i know that's a problem she's all raw baby I, yeah i like that i like her going what on was that? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> wait what that's i like i would expect that it's funny but uh what they need to well that's i think it's a bigger issue they need to re they need to just reshuffle the female roster um on both raw and smackdown because i like i like, like the idea of sasha banks going to raw but I think they need to move a couple people over to SmackDown too, uh, in that sense. But I, I like that because, uh, yeah, Flair and and Sasha just have a good chemistry together when they when they have matches. So it's, it'd be nice to have that come back. And uh, boy, I don't know what else you do. I you know storyline wise with her, but they just need a, a fresh start. I think with that, and especially with Sasha, just get her on get her on Raw, get some new talent. You know to, to have matches with just different talent so you don't necessarily have people jumping all over the place into wwe anymore like back in the day you have new people showing up from wwe in other places but these are you know four people you can expect to make a return at some point so you know kind of use your head like we like to say here at the chair shot and try and speculate on your own what you think is going to happen when they're going to show up i think it'll make the viewing more interesting for you as a as a wrestling fan and and kind of get your wheels spinning on what you'd like to see so who knows maybe you'll be thoroughly uh thrilled with what you see or maybe you'll be unbelievably disappointed either way those two reactions are what you're looking for when you're watching professional wrestling so we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back with some hopefully not bs trivia this is PC Tunney with DP and AJ, Alphabet Soup, Chairshot Radio Network, DWI Podcast, episode 280. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tunney here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. 
gonna lie. I got a little excited there because I saw Dan reaching for a bottle, but there was Tony with the crack of the can, getting some beer. That just means it's time for trivia. I don't need no bell. I just need a can crack. All right, so, Tony, since I, I actually owe you an official apology, I'll let you pick first of what? door number one, door number two, what? or door number three. I'll just the apology first. No, that is, is that behind? Take it or fucking leave it. <laughs> What's the apology for, though? I don't even know. For almost ruining last call. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that, yeah, that's... Oh, no, just... I'm just being a smartass, but... Oh. One, two, or three. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to. No, I'll go first. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, give me uh, number one. Door number one, please, Blink Fartendale. All right, door number one. There's two parts to this question, so two answers, point each. Who is the first Money in the Bank winner, and who is the last Money in the Bank winner from the WrestleMania times, not the actual show Money in the Bank? That's- WrestleMania in the first one. Okay, okay. Wait, say that again. Who's the Who's the first one to win the Who's money the, in the bank? first money in the bank winner? First to win money in the bank at WrestleMania. The yes. last person to win it at the WrestleMania. Okay. At me. Gotcha. Got it. tells me Tony has both answers. Uh, we'll see. Let's see them answers then. I don't know if I'm right or not. I'm just, ha ha! One more. Fell All right. Fell. Dan says Edge and Kane. Is he right? He's probably right, isn't he? <laughs> I'll just show your answer your and answers. you let me know. I know I, He's right. I got one point, I'll tell you that. At least one point. Because Edge is definitely yeah, the first. Everyone one. should have the one point because Edge is the first. <laughs> Kane was the first one to win it when it was a show. Oh, that's total BS, you fucking star motherfucker. It was uh, Daniel Bryan. No, he was the other no, one. It was CM Punk. On SmackDown. Nope. Was it, oh. was it Jeff, God of Hairdos? <laughs> it was the all-American, American Jack Swagger oh, from WrestleMania 26. Yeah, great. Right, how did that work out for him? He cashed it in. Him and Cena. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Dan, are you going to tell me you love a good deuce, or are you going to go with number Trace? What? I mean, I'm pretty predictable, so I think you know what I'm doing. Give me that deuce. All right, there's there's a lot of answers for this one. Oh, boy. There's a lot lot of points on the line, but I'm going to ask the first question. How many people have lost their cash-in at Money in the Bank? So they cashed in, and they never won the title. Ooh. All right. So you're going to get these points for the number, and the next one's going to be how many. That way you, you have a little more of a fair opportunity. 
The second one, the, the second part's gonna be how many, but I want to see the number first. Is that the same thing? No. Second part's gonna be who you mean? Yes. Okay. Who were no. they? Yes. First part's how many? The second part's who? I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to answer the question, guy. All right. So, so do we have a number? I yeah, guess. I got two numbers. I'm not sure which one I want to write down. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ah, A. All right, I'll go here. I, ah, shazbot. Greater than zero, less than a million. God damn Bonnie it. Bonnie says five. <laughs> God damn it. Dan, I think, also said five. Yes. <laughs> the correct answer is actually four. Damn what I was going to say okay. four. Damn it. All right, so now, now we got... So now you got to name the four people... Okay, we get the music. Give us the music. Do we want the music? That All right. Did not win the title from the cash in. These people cashed in money in the bank. The previous 100%er became like a 80%er. I only know two. Everyone only knows two. I'm pretty sure, like I said, people know two off the bat. All right. I think the last one was a stupid guess on my part, but I know that. Ah, fuck. All right, here we go. Pens down. Yeah. Come on. Pens down. Pick up, your pens down. Pick up your balls. Put your hands down. I only got two. I'm Stop. trying to think of more. It doesn't matter. It's done. You can't put it any more fucking down. Dan says Corbin and Cena. And fuck. Tony says Swagger, which is wrong. Oh, he won't. Cena, Barrett, Barrett. who never won money oh. in the bank, in Charlotte. Ugh. So the women are 100%. The women are have been, whenever they cashed in, they won the title. And the four wrestlers that cashed in money in the bank and failed. John Cena. Barrett never cashed it in, did he? He lost it to Cena, I think. Barrett never won money in the bank. Oh, there you go. No, Corbin, I mean. Go ahead. Who are they? Well, you put down Barrett, not... Baron. No, I, was, I meant Dan's answer. But come on, yeah. just give us the fucking Cena, answer. Cena, Corbin, oh, um, Strowman, because it was that dumb little Braun. Hell in a Cell DQ. I was going to put Braun. And Damian Sandow. Oh, really? Yep, this is such a fucking total BS today. No, I'm not even fucking winning any of them. So stupid. What is it, two to one? It's three to one. Because Dan got Cor- Cor- Corbin and Cena. He got Cena. I got Cena. So, so three to two. Okay, it's three to two. Three to two. Yeah, I'm down one. Try to pull more total BS on me. I caught you there. Uh, all right, here's some total BS I should here. apologize. I, I've heard of dream catchers. Can I order a BS catcher on Amazon? And what the fuck does that look like? Sure, they got one. Looks like a giant in- anus. In- <laughs> I was about to say that, Dan. <laughs> Every time it catches some BS, it makes the sound of a dying camel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. On to the last question. And this is going to be one that I'll be surprised if anyone knows the answer to. And oh, yeah, this will be fun. Here we go. Maybe it's Simon God of Biscuits. What is the signature match type for TNA Slam Reversary? Cheers! I win. Who cares? That's the right answer. <laughs> no, no. 
Ring nope. the bell. No. Nope. Ring it. Do not ring it. Damn yep. it. I win. <laughs> Fuck your stupid question in the. You know. You know where. Fine, go ahead. Ask the dumbass question again. I don't know. I don't fucking know either. What's the signature match type? It was a name of, of a, it was a nickname of somebody. A plate of fucking from, from TNA. Shit. It was a nickname of someone from TNA. It was their signature match type. Even though they like, I don't think they ever won it except for once. Oh fuck! I know the answer to that's so shitty. God damn it. Know it? I think so. I only got one guess. Oh no! Oh no! He won it a couple of times. Right. He won it three times. Four. Oh boy. Three. Oh boy. I don't know if it's right then. Probably not. I should have just let the fucking tool time team go. Should have closed it out. PC. That was your. You had it. That belt was for Mags. We don't edit that shit out. This is it? All right. The signature match type. Uh King of the Mountain. It is King of the Mountain. Yep. Yo, yeah, King of the Mountain. fucking Jeff Jarrett and shit. Alright, so what were the rules of King of the Mountain? I'm... What were the rules? No, I want to hear now. Don't hear him now, smartass. What were the rules of King of the Mountain? Wait, really? You want to know the rules of King of the Mountain? Sure, yeah. Tell everybody what the rules of King of the Mountain were. King of the Mountain was a reverse Over ladder match where you had to put the title. <laughs> <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I think it's time for last call. Last call. Alcohol. What do you mean it's last call? All right, we we cut it short before earlier on. We we got into it a little bit, but we're going to speculate on these Money in the Bank ladder matches to close the 280th episode of DWI Podcast today. Thanks, everybody, for your listenership. You know, you can find a whole ton of different podcasts involving sports entertainment and sports entertainment on all your favorite streaming platforms. All you got to do is search for ChairShot Radio Network. And you know what? Over at thechairshot.com, we encourage you to always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Plenty of great tees. Check it out. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross all qualify on Monday Night Raw, taking up half the spots on the women's side. Who do you think is going to be left here? Obviously, uh, Charlotte is going to be facing Rhea, so we, we don't see that happening. I don't know what direction they're going with Bianca Belair. As we record, SmackDown will take place in about seven hours. AJ, Sasha, Becky, you see them here? What do, what do you want to see for this women's match? I can see Sasha and Becky making the surprise all-my-god oh appearances. Someone who we probably haven't seen in a while, even though we know that she probably won't win it, Lacey Evans. She might make a return here as well. She done with the baby? Yeah, she she might be done with the baby. Who knows? I, don't, I think I don't know if she'll ever be done with that that baby, but you know. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, hey, go, yeah, check on her, and ask her is she done with the baby. <laughs> 
boss, she's all done with that baby. She's going to be back for money in the bank. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. You bet your boss. Yeah, she's all done with that baby. Oh, uh, Lord. Was that like an Asian Mike Tyson? <laughs> oh, that was. Yeah, don't worry. Boss, let me take care of that for you. He's, it's not, he's no, there's no ethnicity implied. He's he's like he's kind of like he's kind of like the, the the Rock. He's maybe he's related to the Rock. People think the Rock is whatever they are, right? Isn't that what he said? I think so. Anyway. Sure. Because uh, my, my big thing is, I'm trying to think of who the fuck is on the SmackDown's women's roster as well. Or you might see Bailey do this. You you might see Bailey like come out of nowhere and win. Maybe Carmella. Who knows? Maybe even Marie and Dewdrop might like make an appearance, even though it seems like all the raw spots are taken. It, it, it depends on if you want surprises, which I think is going to happen with Bailey and Sasha. Maybe Bailey to put a little bit of that feud back together during the ladder match, and another surprise off of SmackDown like Carmella. I, I think those are going to be the last four entrants in the ladder match. Yeah, I think part of the problem is is I think the Raw roster has more talent on the women's side than SmackDown, so it looks like, like because I could see Shayna Baszler getting in on this as well, uh, but they already have four women on the Raw roster on this, so a Becky Lynch surprise return there fits because... At this point, you could say she's not on Raw or SmackDown. You can have her kind of be that in between. Sasha Banks maybe making the comeback. I agree. I think I see Bailey in this one for sure. Um, I was going to say Carmella as well. I think Carmella could be. She's won it before. I don't know if they give it to her again, but with her kind of, you know, a little bit of a reprised role, I could see her winning it and be kind of a surprise win. That'd be kind of neat to see. Uh, neat. But right now, it would be neat. That's neat. But I like the idea still of of Lynch, Lynch or Oscar at this point winning it and doing something like that because that's just I don't see anybody else on this women's roster right now that would fit that spot that could win it and unless they're gonna do something like Nikki Cross and make her this big surprise thing. But you you almost hit it. You just missed it. It's Alexa Bliss. If it's not Becky Lynch or Sasha Banks, it's Alexa Bliss. Unless. That's my opinion, man. Okay, deal with it. And then, and then, uh, instead of using money in the bank to cash in, she summons the fiend again. There we go. Yay! God, I can see that happening now you, too. Now you, now you ruined it. Now you ruined. It. <laughs> so, what about possible participants from NXT? Some anybody we haven't seen in a while, right? That's true. They don't really ever do that. You know, I wonder if they would bring anybody from NXT. But if they're really trying to keep it still as a separate brand, you know, as as the minor leagues, then I don't see them bringing any NXT talent unless they're going to come up for good. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's just yeah. another thing to think. Let's flip it over to the men's side. Ricochet, John Morrison, and Riddle have all qualified, and they did so respectively against AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. Now there will be a second chance match for those three to get back in there. I would imagine tonight on SmackDown, we're going to see something similar with some more women entrants and some more men's entrants from the SmackDown side. 
DP, how do you see this men's shaking out? I mean, between Styles, Orton, and McIntyre, personally, I believe that Orton has got to be the one to win here, considering him and Riddle have that whole deal going on with each other, and they've already kind of teased what happens if they end up going for the briefcase at the same time. I don't know what's next for McIntyre. AJ Styles has those tag team belts to rely on. Where are you at? Bro. Yeah. RK bro has to be a thing in this. I just. <laughs> this morning this is... I made up this burrito. Burrito? Eggs, cheese and chorizo. <laughs> it's a breakfast burrito. Eggs, cheese and chorizo. Bro. <laughs> All right. And this, this kind of stems into my earlier discussion or idea of McIntyre turning heel. Like he has gotten chance after chance to be the be the guy again, and he continues to get this chance, and he loses his qualifying match, and now he gets another chance, and it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like after all these matches with Bobby Lashley and MVP, always saying, okay, back of the line, back of the line, and then he gets another shot. I just, I could almost see him winning it and then not winning the Money in the Bank match, but I like the idea of Orton in there because Riddle and Orton have their storyline going. And, boy, Riddle winning it and just hanging out with Randy Orton, talking about how he should cash it in and then getting trying to get advice from Orton about how to cash it in and seeing Orton just get frustrated with him could be a hell of a lot of entertaining television for me. Like, that's just, like, Riddle's already entertaining doing the stuff with Orton. Imagine him having money in the bank with him and doing that stuff too. Like, it could be really fun. I think Ricochet and Morrison are there for their... Um, you know, high flying stuff. They're going to do their, you know, the big spots and stuff like that in this match for sure. From the SmackDown side, it's tough. Like, Otis won it last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Otis won it last yes. year. I feel like he's going to be in it again just for that fact. Like, he could get that, get a spot. Cesaro, I feel like, is probably going to get a spot. Uh, one of the Usos, Jimmy or Jay, or maybe both. I don't know. Um, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, maybe Nakamura, but he's in this thing with Corbin right now. I kind of like Big E getting in there and and winning it. I'd love to see Big E win cash in Money in the Bank, win this thing. I think that'd be his next step after having the IC title for a while. This is his next step up is get him in the world title picture. He could have some good matches with Roman Reigns. Hell, he could even come back over to Raw. Him and Bobby Lashley, that could be some that could be some awesome matches as well. So that's kind of my thoughts. I like Big E winning it or Riddle being my two picks right now to win this thing. Well, isn't that crazy, Dan? Because we have Bobby Lashley taking on Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank. So how insane would it be after Kofi loses for Big E to come out and then cash in the Money in the Bank? Hmm. Hmm. AJ, what do you got going on over there as you think about this men's side of the Money in the Bank? I was about to say, I absolutely love that idea. That was the idea that was ping-ponging around in my head where Big E's going to be one of the four unknown entrants, win it. Quote-unquote reunite New Day, even though they're not reuniting New Day. But going back, because I did do some foreshadowing, a little teaser before, what if we see Edge actually in this Money in the Bank ladder match? Where, you know, you got Orton, Riddle, Edge, Orton. I'm pretty sure we're all unanimous that Orton's going to be in this. I don't think you see Edge 
in a match until they can build it up for SummerSlam. I don't think he wrestles till then. I mean, I'd love to see him in the in the Money in the Bank match. I think you may be more likely to see Daniel Bryan come back and be in the Money in the Bank match and not win. But I don't know necessarily that, you know. I, I mean, it's a possibility, but my my money right now is on Big E winning it. I like the Otis idea since he won last year, so he can get a little something for it. But it's like, yeah, no, you actually did win it before. But, my my mm. surprise is that we didn't even really see much from Damian Priest on Raw the last couple weeks, and I thought maybe he would be someone that could be in here and win the Money in the Bank. That's right. I forgot about him a little bit because he hasn't been on television. That, yeah, that was, that was one of our picks, too, earlier. Yeah. Or a Keith Lee coming back. Keith would be nice. I had him on my list, too. I felt like because they have four Ross superstars already on it that there might not pull another superstars. one. But... <laughs> superstars. But you can probably see surprise. Careful with that word. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Tony Schimmel is just like around somehow, some way. You're a superstar? Superstar! And Edge is there. But, uh, no, I see, I ultimately see Big E winning this. Maybe even Shinsuke could be in this match. Maybe, I wouldn't really say Corbin. I, I say Shinsuke would probably win it off of Corbin in the qualifier or something like that. I don't know, I haven't really seen the SmackDown card yet, but that would be nice. But Big E ultimately, in my mind, wins this. Well, there you have it, folks. A little speculation as we move forward here to Money in the Bank. Things starting to heat up. Fans will be back. Some big names are coming back. And hopefully we get a little bit better storytelling to go along with some of this really good in-ring work that's been happening from a lot of these really good superstars. A few twists and turns coming hopefully down the road. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney on Facebook and on the Twitter Make sure you're checking out at ChairShot Media as well, all across social media. Let you know what's going on over at TheChairShot.com, where we got sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Always use your head. DP, what's going on with The Scientist? Well, you can always find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at It's Me, DPP. And make sure you're following A Winner Is You, our video game podcast, on Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U. A winner is you, where we always use our head, and we never forget that the cake is a lie, AJ. That is true, and uh, if you wanted to go down that portal over there, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJBAJB in all caps. Go check out my articles on TheChairShot.com, because I swear, whenever you go on TheChairShot.com, you're going to see AJ in some way, shape, or form doing Impact, WWE pay-per-views, or even my own opinions, just like my million-dollar idea, pay-per-view idea. You can also see me on various podcasts that we have. Just like last time, I was on Three Man Weave with our commissioner over there, PC Tunney. That's right. Make sure you're listening to everything on ChairShot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms. And go ahead. It's summertime. Grab a nice, soft, soft-style T-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot gentlemen we did it again appreciate everyone listening you can find this show at podcast dwi and you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known 
as D D W W So the rules to King of the Mountain are Oh my god, I hope this fucking music kicks back up real soon. La 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 Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.